0: because a lot of, I think, parents are wondering what, act, what education are kids actually getting? God, are they getting the learning that they need, the skills that they need to uh, get through life? And I think a lot of parents are saying, eh, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, the Second Street Org team uh, got together with Leger Polling to dig into some of uh, the concerns of parents. And they find that in Ontario, 52% of parents feel kids are not learning what they need to learn. of parents, so we're talking three in five, say schools should have to tell parents about their kids' desire to change their gender or pronouns. Well, yeah. And in Ontario, 51% of parents want to see materials on gender and race-related topics ahead of time so that they know what their kids are going to be learning. Colin Craig is president of SecondStreet.org. He joins us now. Colin, great to have you.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Alex.
0: What prompted this particular study? I think it's uh, interesting. I think there's an interesting timing to it.
1: Yeah, so we actually did a poll on public education questions a couple of years ago. And so the one question we asked then, and we asked it again today, or uh, most recently, was uh, do you think that the public education system has gone in the right direction or wrong direction over the past 20 years? And we thought, well, it'd be interesting to ask that question again because then we can compare sort of where the public's mind was at Uh, a little over two years ago. And so there's been a big jump back, uh, this was uh, the end of 2020, about 32% of Canadians said they think it was going in the wrong direction. And now that's jumped to 51%. So it's a Mm. huge jump. And uh, we think it's interesting uh, just to see that change. And I think it uh, should be giving those in public policy, elected officials and the education system, uh, pause to, uh, you know, think about what's driving this and maybe figure out how they can get the public back on board with thinking that the system's going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I think some of the changes implemented um, over the last few years and then, of course, lockdown, I think I think parents, um, the focus has come more into a sharper focus to say, well, hold on a second, my kids are learning more about, uh, you know, Indigenous issues, like um, cultural what was I going to say, like, um, they're learning more about, you know, activist issues, whether it's gender, all these other issues, than they are learning the ABCs, one, two, threes. And so that, that I think, it, it has been a concern. Um, I think it's an con- a interesting number when you say 57%. I thought that number should be higher, probably, as parents say schools should be telling parents about their kids desire to change their gender or even their pronouns and this has been this is one of those issues calling where i don't know if a lot of parents even know that this is a thing like do they know that that the schools don't have to tell a parent if their child is coming to a teacher and says look i i don't feel like the person i was this is what i want to be identified and, and you don't tell parents i mean i found it completely outrageous why wouldn't parents have the absolute first position in this because you want to know what's up with your child. You want to know to protect them and guide them and all the rest of it. And yet I don't think a lot of parents knew they were even cut out of the process.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're hundred percent right. I think that's part of the issue is that, you know, a, a large segment of the, the population doesn't have kids and they don't have, or they mm. really don't have kids in school. So, you know, they, they're not going to be, probably not going to be paying as close of attention to these issues as, as parents are. When you ask parents and just focus on people that, that have kids that number rises to 62%. You know, I, I would think it would be higher, but it is what it is. Um, but I think Unless they're not thinking it,
0: about it. I mean, your kid goes to a teacher and says, I don't want to be a boy anymore. I want to be a girl. And you don't know anything about it. I think parents would be absolutely losing it if they weren't in the loop on something. It's a massive conversation. Um, so maybe they're just not thinking like the ramifications of something that big in a child's life.
1: I think so. You know, you know, if you think about it, a school can't give a child a Tylenol without checking with parents. Yeah. But yet they can have yeah. this deeply psychological discussion about a, a child changing their gender and uh, living a life of a, a different gender at school, you know, changing their gender pronouns, getting everyone to treat them, you know, as the opposite sex. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a pretty serious thing. And, um, you know, I I think what we're seeing is there's a disconnect between what the public feels and how schools are acting because as you pointed out there are cases where schools are keeping this information private you know the national post had an article earlier this year where they talked about a grade six student in calgary who came out as transgender and Mm. the student's teacher said to all the classmates do not tell this child's parents like that that is it was very surprising when i read that and you know it was one of the reasons why we asked this Mm. question is it is one of these sort of new issues that schools are dealing with and we thought well What does the public think about this? You know, are schools acting in the way that's consistent with how people want them to act? And it shows that there's a a pretty significant disconnect there.
0: There's a massive disconnect because Mm -hmm. kids aren't at school 24 7. You know, they are with their parents. And if their parents have no idea or aren't armed with details, uh, then they can't um, take a a part of support or learning, whatever. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just absurd how the policy ever came in. And then on the other side, you've got 51% in Ontario of parents. Who want to see ahead of time and this is on gender or race related topics they want to know the material and i hear this from a ton of parents where they're saying my kids are coming home with stuff that's way too mature for them they don't understand it they're getting confused and they and the parents are completely caught off guard so this one doesn't surprise me at all
1: yeah i would think it would be a bit higher uh, again but i think maybe what some people are thinking is well how much of a burden is it for schools to have to start posting all this stuff online And, uh, you know, I I think with new technology, it's a lot easier to do so. And you you certainly wouldn't want to put schools in a position where, you know, they they can't hand out anything to kids ever without posting it online. But I think what this question really focuses in on are are these really sensitive topics where there are diverging views in this country, especially around Mm -hmm. gender issues, race-related content, you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think this is one way that schools could maybe... uh, you know, get some of these parents back on board by just making sure that, okay, we're going to let you know all the content. You can see it online ahead of time. And then if you don't want your child to attend that class, then, you know, so be it. I think that is one way that uh, schools could, uh, you know, address this situation.
0: Or maybe it's that they don't want their kids to miss it but they just want to be able to have a conversation about it and be prepared for it I mean at one point in our lives uh, I'm not sure about you but 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 we'd come home and have these discussions about what we learned in school and maybe your parents would have a different way of looking at it I mean just because your teacher says well it happened this way maybe they're talking about climate like I wouldn't want my I've told my kid when you're talking about climate you come to me and we'll talk about what you learn because I want to make sure he's getting balance and yeah, so again, if definitely. you're going to teach it that way, then I'm going to make sure on the other side it's you've got some you got to be a critical thinker here, you know that's what we're supposed to be teaching them. but if parents don't have any idea what their kids are learning, um I mean the kids the board should have no problem putting this up if there's nothing wrong with it,
1: yeah you it, raise a very good point i mean it's it's good for parents to be able to have those conversations if they, and it's important for them to know what's happening so then they can you know maybe bring these topics up and say, well, I understand you know you were going to learn about this today and you know, what did they tell you? Well, here's an alternative perspective you might want to consider, right. whatever. But yeah, for, for boards to to place this online, I don't think it's that difficult. Like I say, with the way technology is today, I mean, it's easy to get some of these accounts online for free and then just tweet out the content and just tell parents, OK, follow this Twitter account and you can see what your school's teaching or whatever, right? I mean, there's so many ways that this content can be placed online in such a way that it, it's not a, a huge burden for schools. But uh, like I say, it's it's one policy option for schools to uh, schools and school boards rather to uh, consider.
0: Yeah, well, look, there's lots of debate certainly around the boards these days. Do we need them? Are they too ideological? And uh, they would have a hard time, I think, Colin, putting this information out there because they just, for some reason, they believe that they are the overseers of everything and they are gonna make sure that uh, they're in control. But um, mm-hmm. uh, so where does this data go then? Where, where do you see this going?
1: Well, we'll certainly be sharing this with uh, education ministers across the country so that they're familiar with it. I mean, certainly it's on our website yeah. if anyone wants to look at it. Um, but, uh, you know, the, one option that I think provincial governments can consider, just considering this, this disapproval rating is so high, is uh, the Alberta option where we have charter schools, which are yeah. schools that are, are not run by the government. They teach the province's curriculum, but they specialize in different ways. And, and uh, the the other thing is that they're um, uh, funded by the government. So as a parent, you have a choice. here. You can send your child to a public school, a private school. You can homeschool them. You can also do it to send them to a pr- uh, charter school, which means that you don't have to pay for it. The, guy, the state is paying for it. I mean, you pay for it through your taxes. But it's sort of an option where you can get a different style of education. So if maybe you're concerned about some of the things that are being taught in public schools, well, you can, you know, provide an alternative education to your child, maybe one that you feel is better suited for them, maybe if you really want them to focus in on uh, science and technology and education, mm-hmm. math, though, there there's schools that focus in on that, or maybe the classics or maybe Indigenous studies or something. There, there are all these other options. And so I think this is one option that um, uh, other provinces could consider. And then you, you start to see, I, I think, a, a greater connection between sort of parents and making sure that they're Uh, comfortable with what their kids are being taught in schools.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed choice here in Ontario, so sorry, Colin, (laughs) that's not going to happen. The (laughs) unions will make sure it doesn't happen and the (laughs) the left won't let it happen. But choice, I agree with you. Choice is good. Stay tuned. Uh, Thanks, Colin. I appreciate it. It's an interesting study.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Alex. Take care.
0: We'll we'll talk again. That's Colin Craig and it's secondstreet.org if you uh, want to check that out. Choice is great. And right now, a lot of parents are making choices. A lot of them are saying, look, I can't afford it. I'll take my kid out and I'll homeschool them. Or I'll send them to private school because I don't like the education they're getting.